0: it's having that confidence in myself to know that, hey, like, I have something of value that I want to put out. And that's just something that has been a reminder to myself is just go.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Method Supply podcast, intentional conversations with incredible humans sharing their daily method. This week, Kaipo talks with storyteller Rio Oshiro. Using multiple mediums, he is able to use his talents to capture moments and people and present them boldly. On this week's episode, he shares his story as well as his newest endeavor, the Water's Fine Podcast. We hope you enjoy. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Method Supply Podcast. I'm your host, Kaipo Sotelo, and I'm here with one of my oldest, oldest friends. He is going to be in my wedding. I was in his, and I've been waiting to get him on the show for a very long time but I'm so glad that we have this opportunity now his name is Rio Oshiro what's up Rio
0: hey what's going on thank you so much for having me
1: for sure bro dude I'm so happy we got this to work out um we've been kind of waiting for a couple things to pass and kind of line up so that way we can do a couple things and we'll talk about it but um I really did want to get Rio on here because he has probably the biggest heart that I know um, Rio is <laughs> That's
0: kind. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, bro. So Rio is one of the, one of those people that sticks with you through everything that you do, um, good or bad, whether we're on super great terms, super bad terms or whatever. He stays by your side and Rio does a really good job at telling people stories. So you take those two qualities of someone who will always be there through all the good times, and bad times, and be able to tell people's stories as well, you get a very true picture of the person he is in relationship with. And that's what I admire about Rio in particular, that he's able to take the relationships that he has and really cultivate them and tell a unique and beautiful story with what he does, whether it's video or, as we're going to talk about, his new show, his new podcast show, that... Really, just tells people stories in that new medium. So, Rio, um, you ready to get
0: started? Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic, yeah, thank you again bro. for having me on. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of things that kind of prevented us from starting this, and a lot of those on my end, just kind of keeping things um, on the down low, uh, really for myself. But I'm excited to be here, and I'm excited to to share my story and and to. Um tell everyone listening what's going on in the latest <laughs> latest yeah,
1: the latest shenanigans, baby. Exactly. Um, so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the method supply audience?
0: Yeah, my uh my full name's Rio and no Oshiro. So if that's kind of what I'm running the show under. Um what Kaipo said, I'm a storyteller. Uh originally wasn't the case. I was originally a videographer, and and we'll get into that later. But um the journey started and I was I was uh, on a family vacation to California and those are rare because we're from Guam and and we don't get to travel as much. So Mm -hmm. I actually brought my brother-in-law's GoPro and he, and uh, at the time he was uh, my sister's fiance. And so we, so we were all out there. He was planning to propose, but I really wanted just to document that trip. And long story short, um, was able to, to film all that and, and show it to my family and just seeing the, the emotion and, and just, the uh their expressions after watching it kind of re being able to relive it uh was something that i loved and i kind of was addicted to and and that stemmed into um doing it as a hobby uh, when i went back to school got my own gopro eventually and and just documented different shenanigans throughout college so hopefully one day show my kids uh instead of pictures or in addition to pictures uh mm-hmm. this is what we were up to and and um kind of met my wife by just hanging out (laughs) in one of those videos and stuff. And it was, it was a really good time. So eventually that sprouted to, uh, different mediums of storytelling, such as photography and, and now podcasting. And I remember telling myself, um, when I first started that, you know, I had to have a why because I'm someone who's wired in a way where, uh, I'm interested in something And I just kind of go all into that and Mm -hmm. I obsess over it until I lose interest or I Mm -hmm. think of something else or I get busy. And this was something that was different. It was very different to me um, because it was something I was relatively good at um, and just, and just something I loved doing. There was something about it and I didn't really understand the storytelling part of it. Just, I love having these, these, uh, lemon drop songs or whatever, and just Mm -hmm. a mash style video and just having that. So I had to tell myself why I like this, why I enjoyed this. And at the heart of it, it is telling stories. And it's, it's, um, to me, that is what I have to hold on to because there's times where, you know, I get burnt out or I don't want to do this. But it always goes back to, to why I'm doing that. And, and that's whether it's to create a moment um, with friends, with family, whoever. Um, that's just something that was really special to me. So that was my why. And, mm-hmm. and so with that, that kind of led to, to multiple um, streams of, of uh, being able to use that for a living and ultimately got me to where I am today um, r- doing a marketing job on the side, or my day-to-day job is is running this marketing um, position. Yeah. And then on the side, working with my wife on our photo video business, and we get to tell stories um, for for um, brides and grooms and in, in capturing their wedding day. And that's something that's super special to me. Um, and then ultimately, it wasn't till end of last year, end of 2019, I was talking with Um, a good friend of mine, he's a mentor, Derek, Derek Cannon, and he is also very business minded and always a forward thinker. And, um, he, I was just talking to him. I I said, Hey, this is, this is what I, what I want to do. And it was at the time, it was just a, um, um, a cluster of thoughts and, and didn't really have an actual, um, actual path for it. And and as I talked it out loud and, and yeah, as I talked to him, he was like, this is a great idea. And, and that was podcasting. And so yeah. I set, a, I set a goal for myself to launch a podcast and I told you about it. And it was actually funny because you exact, you were the exact same position. You wanted to do something with method and mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool. And And something that I really admire about you is you, you got it going and, and it's, it's been super successful and it's been great to, to I appreciate see that. And, um, and telling myself that this is just another form of storytelling. And so, uh, that's just a little bit about me. I've probably said storytelling about 30 times, but you'll probably hear it more. <laughs> yeah. And my next question for you
1: really is going to involve that. Cause you said there's been a shift from, I was a videographer. Now I'm a storyteller. What, what's the, like, I mean, for a lay person like me, like what in your mind is the biggest difference in that?
0: Yeah. I think it's easy to, it's easy to get caught up in the fads of, you know, as a, as a videographer, um, telling myself I'm a filmmaker, um, (laughs) and, and, and having this cool facade of that and, what does that mean? And what that meant to me was, Oh, I'm a filmmaker. I throw on, uh, let I make it look very cinematic. I throw on the crop bars and I just make everything in slow motion. And, and it's just capturing everything that happened that day and just throwing it all together and, and slapping on a banger and, and calling that, uh, my, my storytelling piece. And, and to an extent, yeah, you get the idea. Um, but as I was doing it more and kind of seeing, other people putting that out. And it's probably just on me um, really just, just um, comparing. Uh, I wanted to be different and I wanted to, to um, I wanted to actually tell a meaningful story in an artistic way and through my lens. Hmm. And so that, so, at, so at the core of it all um, it's just figuring out what, what it is. So an example is a wedding day. You know, there's so many different events and I actually wasn't someone who really wanted I was I was on the fence. I was one foot in one foot out of doing wedding videos prior to me getting married because I just didn't get it. Um It it felt too easy to do because there was a start, middle and end. And <laughs> and at the time I was like, I, I, def, I never took it for granted. I was very honored that they asked me. But as I was putting it together, I couldn't really like I don't know. There's something about it that was missing until I got married. And we got our own video, and and I watched that, and I and I got it. It was just um, a perspective change. That man, the things that I was capturing, trying to capture, uh, in in the lens of a montagey kind kind of video, yeah, just wasn't going to cut it. And so, huh. really, where I focus on is like, what are these special moments throughout this day that is is meaningful to to the bride and the groom and their families? Because ultimately, it's not for uh viewers, random viewers, it's it's for these people who can relive it. And that's the goal is to is to create something meaningful um with an actual story and then supplementing that um with with what I capture. So that's that's that.
1: That's I mean that's a really crazy perspective as far as like shifting your audience to who really wants to watch it again. And like you 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 had a piece in there I think when you were first started talking is like you were, you were saying that you're trying to capture moments and you're trying to have these and Allie, when I interviewed you, her, um, your wife, you, she was like, man, I can't wait for her grandparents to be like, Oh man, grandma was like this. Grandpa was like this. And the moment that you're capturing and especially you two working together as a videography and photography team, you're you're able to do that with the medium that you have is videography and storytelling in that sense. I think that's absolutely beautiful. I think the fact that you're able to do it so well, the most recent one I saw you do was for Forrest and Rachel's uh, Rachel being uh, my business partner and one of the hosts here at Method Supply, but you, you did something cool at their wedding. Like instead of just like doing all the wedding day videography, when you had the vows being said, you, did a flashback to an engagement shoot that you did.
0: Yeah, yeah, and
1: it was yeah. like one of those like I got chills all the way up my arm and like my back. I was like, <laughs> as oh as putting this together.
0: It yeah, was like, as I was putting this together. It was it was really cool because you got you had two different times in their lives that I mean they're probably six seven months apart, but you had two different moments. Um, one prior to getting married, and one now husband and wife and to be able to mesh that together that was the first time I actually did that cuz I just realized mm-hmm. like oh I have footage from this like how can I interlay this uh into this video and it was yeah it was again an honor to be able to capture their wedding and to to tell it um artistically in a way where it's meaningful to them i don't care about um anyone else watching it like i i just want to make sure it's special to them and mm-hmm. and yeah it was a, it was it was a great time. <laughs> I loved it.
1: It was, I mean, it, it really did like, oh my gosh. That was like the, the shock. Like, ooh, that was really, really well done. So commend you for that. Um, so kind of moving away from the Oshiro's like photo, um, photo, video combination kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about your, your new en- endeavor, right? You're telling stories for other people now, right? Yeah. Um, can you talk to us a little about the podcast that you were launching?
0: Yeah, okay. Man, I could go on. Um, but I'll try to keep it concise. So, it was so again, talking to Derek, you know, I had this idea um I don't know, just I I enjoy listening to people's stories. Um whether it's just someone I meet and talk to, I forget their name, but like I know everything about them. <laughs> <laughs> and so So, um, anyways, just, I get so fascinated about that and that's kind of what I'm, what I'm addicted to is just listening to all these different walks of life. And in this case with Derek, he was molding his gym, um, from like a CrossFit gym to more of a, um, um, a fitness kind of welcoming to, to people who have never done any kind of, um, acts of fitness before and just Mm want to start somewhere. Also including a cider room into his thing. So it's like there's so much to tell in that story that he can't just like post it on Instagram or whatever and just kind of get people to get that. Like you have to tell that story. And so he was telling me about this and and this was again um towards the, li- the latter half of last year. And and I was like I'm fascinated. We started we were talking for like 2 hours or so and I was like if I if I had some kind of platform where we can just talk, you know, just me and you—it's not to anyone—it's just me and you—but have this out for people to know one about this business model that you're trying to do, two, like know about you and and get your personality—you just you as a person—was um, it kind of meshed together, and so he was actually kind of my my hype man of you got to do this, <laughs> and, and so again I said I, I made a goal for myself and and with this it's so my podcast is called the water's fine mm-hmm. and it serves two purposes one um it it well it plays off the idiom you know come on hop in the water's fine and so that first meaning is 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 to show that you know there are people in the water you know these entrepreneurs these innovators these people who have this passion that they just had to jump in and and pursue them And, and never look back, whether they succeeded, whether they failed, they would have regret not trying. Mm -hmm. And so they are in this water, you know, the people I interview and people I chat with, and hear their stories, their, their, their stories of of fears and failures and doubts and obstacles Mm -hmm. they got to go through doors open doors close, um, with the hopes of encouraging, you know, the listeners, and encouraging myself, (laughs) I've been sitting on this podcast uh, for so long and not launching it, but Um, to encourage people to, to hop in and and just do it. Mm -hmm. Um, like there's, yeah, there's going to be fears and doubts, but just do it. And, Mm -hmm. and it's also talking to, um, my guests who have jumped in, uh, of sharing that, like, Hey, like you have faced these obstacles and there's times where it just gets so hard. You know, you feel like quitting or you feel just like burnt out. So with my hopes of talking to them and just retelling their story, um it gives it gives new um a new fire under them to to remember why they did this hmm. and to just keep going and and to pursue it. So that's what that platform is. Um it's it's something that was a work in progress. Um and and yeah, it's on Spotify and Apple <laughs> Podcasts <laughs> and wherever you get your podcast fixed from.
1: Another reason why we wanted to wait for so long to get you on method supply was because you were, we were fine tuning and figuring out the way, the best way we could cross promote in the future. And the fact that it's out now and y'all need to listen to it. The first three episodes I've listened to so far is at the time of this recording. And they are all amazing. You talk to a like three very different people. You talk to a gym slash cider room owner, talk to a photographer and you talk to an artist and uh, they're all fantastic human beings doing amazing, crazy, awesome things. But, like, again, it, it just parallels sort of what we're trying to do at Method 2. And the fact that, like, you're able to break that down, have them give an opportunity to tell their story and be able to do that week, I resonate with that so much. And there's like that, that, the water is fine. Like, do it. Just jump out and it do is. it. Oh my goodness. It really
0: like, is. Um, yeah, I appreciate that.
1: Yeah. So, um, where I was going with that was, um, you have this new platform of yours and now we get to kind of share it here on method. And, you know, we're going to do this whole thing. And the the main thing was that I wanted to talk to you about why you started kind of looking into your own heart. Um, what makes all that worthwhile to you? Like the, the journey from videography to marketing to wedding videography now this new endeavor, like what, what are some common themes? What makes it worthwhile?
0: Yeah, like I said before, you know, everybody has a story worth sharing, and I've actually been blessed to be able to have mine told. Um, hmm. At the time, it was through it was through videography, and man, I was fresh out of college. I just graduated, had this career um, where I balanced doing videography for a soccer company, and then also working this um, job at a juice shop, and it was un- it was unorthodox. But doing the numbers, you know what we were expecting to do, I would I would be okay. And um, and long story short, like I mean, just doors closed and things didn't work out how you know I expected it to. And and I don't know, I was I wasn't in a dark place, but I was just really missing home for some reason. And Mm -hmm. I remember I was in the shower, and I was like, I really want to go home for the holidays. I have never been home, um, since I've been in college for for Christmas, and so it's been like four years four or five years and um and i have no money and so how can i how can i fly back home um to be with family Mm -hmm. and you know this is just a story of just shooting your shot uh i try to figure out how how i can use you know my skill set to to be able to fly back home and long story short i reached out to um, Triple J, a car company in Guam, and um, the Guam Visitors Bureau to say, hey, uh, this is my idea. Uh, I I am big into storytelling. I We have a story. You know, Guam has a story, and I want to help share that. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> to my surprise, they both said yes. I said, nice. you don't have to pay me. You just need to fly me and my girlfriend out <laughs> uh, for the holidays. And, uh, man, they said yes. And, and so being able to be back home, the look on my dad's face where he, he understood that, Oh, you are making some good progress, uh, with this video stuff. Cause he thought it was a hobby. He wasn't, he was kind of like, yeah, I'll support yeah. you. You're my son, but he got it. And, and the look on his face when he cried, <laughs> he cried <laughs> when I surprised him, um, it was priceless. And so to be able to be there and film it and ultimately it, um, the commercial for Triple J aired uh, as a Super Bowl commercial. I was, which is huge. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was astonished um, just to see that. Um, it only aired in Guam, but still, nonetheless, it's still a um, Super
1: Bowl commercial, bro. Like, that, but
0: like people work
1: all their lives just to get one, like a commercial, but that was a Super Bowl commercial. That's yeah, huge.
0: it was, it was pretty amazing. And so that opportunity ultimately led me to um my job where I need I needed a job and that's kind of how I fell in with OSM mm-hmm. um so everything happened for a reason and and I to to come back to it like what my, what makes it worthwhile is is my story was was able to be shared and so mm-hmm. I want to do everything I can whether it's through photo whether it's through video whether it's through chatting with someone and and having it on a podcast you know, everyone has a story, and I want to help that. I want to help get that out there.
1: Oh, that's goodness gracious, now, dude! I'm I'm hyped right now because like, like, okay, let's go tell everyone's story. Let's let's go find a random homeless guy and tell his story, and let's tell the chef's story and do whatever, man. Like, I I, I resonate that so much in my own heart because there there is value. Basically, you're giving value to people. You're 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 saying like, hey person derek or kaipo or ali or bride number one two three four whatever you're you're like hey like you have something that is valuable within you and i want to share that because it can add value to someone else and man the mission behind that i bet you it just like when when you when i see your videos now compared to when you first started there i just feel like there's a lot more heart in them i don't know how to also describe it like there's there's a little more cohesion through it all and you just like feel it down here you don't just really say like oh that's cool you're just like oh that really strikes home because i think your mission plays out in your actual work and the fact that you're able to show the value to these people that they already have within them and tell that i think that's that's awesome man so like juggling all these things like you said you have a full-time job and you shoot weddings on the weekend and you have a social life and now you add up podcast on this man like can you share a bit of how you get through your day like what's your method look like in your day
0: yeah yeah first of all those are very kind words so i appreciate that and i, I really take that to heart um Absolutely. what my day looks like man i i wake up every day at 6 a.m get a workout in make some coffee <laughs> read my devos and put on inspirational ted talks you know is is what i want to say <laughs> but um but i'm nowhere near perfect and and i'm learning every day um but every now and then, I do get a glimpse of of what that looks like when I do um, productively tackle my day, uh, and I feel the most accomplished. Hmm. You know, like recently, I've been I, I shared this with you earlier that um, I, I spend way too much time like just scrolling on TikTok to go to <laughs> bed, and then and then it's just not good for me. And you hear all these all these people who talking about like taking on productivity and everything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, charge your phone uh, in the office or a different room, whatever. So I started that. I started, um, it's not perfect, but I went through a whole week and I did that. And, and instead just reading, cause I, you know, I want to, I'm not the best reader. I'm not a super fast reader, but I want <laughs> to like start, you know, it's got to start somewhere. Yeah. And so when I do those nights, when I do do that, I feel the most refreshed, mm-hmm. um, when I wake up the next morning. And, and, you know, one thing, you know, like you said, I, I there's so many different things I have to juggle. That it feels that there's this big, that there's this big um, cluster of things that have to get done, and it just mm-hmm. kind of sits there. You know, it just sits in front of me. Um, and so recently, what I've learned is, you know, to measure everything I want to get done in a day into time blocks. Everything is measured in time. Mm-hmm. And so, so whether that's checking emails, whether that's editing, whether that's planning um, for the podcast or whatever's next. Um, and whether that's leisure time, you know, everything has its, its time blocks. And I,
1: when you say time blocks, you're like literally like
0: 9am, literally
1: 45pm. Like, yeah. Like
0: I, I, like make a list of making a list of like what all I need to get done, what all I want to get done in a day, in a week and, and plugging that in. Mm-hmm. Um, that helped me, that helped me to, to focus on, cause sometimes I'm, I'm on my laptop, I'm on my computer and I'm kind of twiddling my thumbs. I check emails, and I think that I'm being productive. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm responding to all these, and then <laughs> I kind of have nothing to do. I'm like, wait, what am I supposed to do? I feel like there's something to do, um, but when I actually have these times where no, I got to get this project done or do that, is when I'm focused and when I'm like, know that okay, even if an email pops up, no, I'm I'm not doing that yet. I'm focusing huh. on what I have to do. Um, and I say that, you know, it's, it's not, it still, um, needs to be, um, perfected. It still needs to be honed in, but you know, there's, there's good to the spontaneous moments, you know, when I'm, when we say, Hey, come on over, uh, and have dinner yeah. with us or let's go play ball or do whatever. Like there, there needs to be times where, you know, you had those spontaneous moments. Mm-hmm. Um, what else I, I make sure, um, saying fit working out is is something that's crucial especially just being at home you know working in the office time just flies and so yeah. i i have to work out and get those endorphins <laughs> flowing uh so i can come back in and and just more focus um but that's a big thing is really just just writing it down um typing it out doing whatever to to actually see what needs to be done instead of just this floating cloud over me of, of tasks that needs to be accomplished i
1: that's really cool because yeah. dude you just the way you you said t- you became more productive is similar to how you stepped up your videography and storytelling game it's like instead of just like here bam everything that happened in the day you're telling a story in your day you're Like, okay, during this time to this time, this is what I'm doing. During this time to this time, this is what I'm doing. And you paralleled your creativity side with your productivity side. And I think that was really cool. I don't know if you did that on purpose. You know, I've never I've never thought about it that way. But <laughs> you're telling <laughs> your story point. of your day. So now you can look literally look back and like this is what grind. I did from this time the to this time. Grind doesn't and stop. <laughs> yes, sir. Grind doesn't stop. And I, I I just think that's awesome, man. And to transition a little bit back to storytelling, just I've been wanting to ask you this for a while though. Like, so like you said, like you kind of use those elements and figure out what's important and all that weeding through, like you can record literally everything or you can record these specific things or ask these specific questions and then tell the same story. Probably better. Right. Um, What, when you're telling someone's story, what are the things that you look for in order to tell that story? Well,
0: just in general, or
1: yeah, um, just or I mean, like as as a as a person, right? So, like, if, think, if you're talking about like a wedding or something like yeah, that, yeah, I or,
0: think I think from the very beginning, it's why does this person want a video? If it, you're talking about video, why does this person or story? Why does this person want their story to be told? You hmm. know, in the case of a bride, is it just uh, everyone's doing a wedding video, so I need one? Well, like, well, why? <laughs> Uh, I I don't know. I didn't really think about that. Just it's kind of what everyone's doing. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. that's rare. No one really talks like that, but, but when you, when you ask them why, you know, it kind of makes them think, kind of makes them think what, what is the purpose of this? You know, it's, I want to be able to have something that I can physically watch 50 years from now and maybe show my grandkids. And and kind of give them that experience of this is like they didn't really have that back then. And so like to be able to have it now and to be able to to be that person, you know, that's huge. That's something I, I don't ever take for granted. And I'm very honored and I always reiterate that to, you know, my clients. I one hundred percent agree with you. I think the the best
1: parts are when you ask them why and they have to look within themselves to figure out is, is this even something I really want? And when they can be either reminded of it or when they ask get asked why for the first time they're like i discovered it then they're all in and the thing that you're making actually is is that much more significant for the person so totally um with wedding videos with marketing material with um now your podcast man i think you do a great job i think you do um a wonderful job telling people stories and there's still so many stories to be told so it's good thing we're pretty young to do that right absolutely um okay so I want you to kind of look back, zoom out, right? Zoom out to to life, right? If you could take a bird's eye view of it, of of this path that you're on. You kind of peer back and you see what has led you up to this point, right? All the crazy ups and downs that where videography and storytelling has taken you all over the world to like where you are today, right? And then you look forward and see where you think it's going to take you. What is one word or phrase to
0: describe that journey man as as I think about everything that's just kind of happened the past four years five years um a big thing that has that has been at the core of it is is just go you hmm. know what I mean and it's it's something that almost sounds too simple hmm. but it's something that is probably my biggest reminder um whether it's, whether it's thinking I'm adequate enough to be a podcaster, to be a videographer, to be a photographer, to be just a storyteller or, or any endeavor that, you know, five, 10 years from now I want to pursue, you know, just, just go for it. Um, and that is kind of with my, my podcast is like, it's going to be fine. You know, I have these things that I want to do and it's either I don't do them and I let them fade And I regret it or even worse, I have this great idea that I think could happen, but I don't act on it and someone else (laughs) does it. And, and I'm like, okay, so someone, so, so people do want this, you know what I mean? It's a good idea. It's, it is. Yeah. And having that confidence in myself to know that, Hey, like I have something of value that I want to put out. Um, and that's just something that is, has been a reminder to myself is just go.
1: I mean, that's a fantastic thing because just go implies that you're not done. You're, you're going places, exactly. bro. And I'm so looking forward to seeing your journey. I'm going to be right beside you doing all of this stuff. And um, I'll be right beside yeah. you in May.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, May is when I get married, guys. So I'm, I'm really happy about that. Anyways, so we've come to the end of the podcast, right? And we've talked about so much. And my heart is very full from hearing your story again. Like you tell... So many other ones, but I mean, to give you the opportunity to kind of talk about your why a little bit, as like some similar paralleling your podcast, The Water's Fine, and allowing you to have that pedestal to say, like, hey, this is what I do. And this is, not, I'm not a videographer. I'm not a podcaster solely. I am not just this marketeer or whatever. I am a storyteller and I'm here to tell these amazing, amazing stories that. Other people have within them already. I think, have giving you that opportunity to share that why, like it opened my heart up to you a little bit more and let me, you know, just I feel like I know you pretty well, but it lets me get to know you a little bit more and I know it add value to my life and it'll add value to so many people that are listening to this podcast. Um, again, we've come to the end. Um, is there anything else you want to say before we go?
0: Yeah, just thank you so much for you know providing this platform for me. Um, to be able to tell more about myself for those who don't know me uh, and for those who do know me to get to know me a little bit more on a deeper level um, and kind of the why behind everything I do. Um, And just thank you for the opportunity to, to uh, promote my, my show. You know, I hope those who are listening, check it out. And if it's something you're into, or you just, if you're an entrepreneur innovator or just someone who likes hearing good stories like this is definitely a show for you and i appreciate any listens or subscribe uh, subscriptions so uh thank you again and um i hope to be back on in the future definitely
1: go check out the water is fine on apple spotify um follow them on instagram subscribe everywhere anywhere you get your podcasts like that's where they will be and it, they will definitely enrich your life hearing these awesome stories that rio gets to share um I'm so happy that he was able to come on. Thanks for coming on, bro. And uh, we'll
0: talk to you you soon. Yep. See you guys. Thanks, Kaipo. That was
1: Ryo Oshiro on how finding your why can help you believe in yourself and jump in. The water's fine. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Method Supply Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming service. That's all for now. But as always, we challenge you to find live and share your method today. See you next time.